Conan. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to Juice in the Morning. I am your host, Justin Juice Kelly. Juice in the Morning is unpredictable talk radio for Indianapolis and the world. And when we're talking about unpredictable, Johnny Bouton is not with us tonight. But to my left, we have Mondo. What's happening? How are you doing today, man? I'm doing well. Thank you. Awesome. And we also, long-awaited guest after his win... Ian Pomfret, how are you doing today, man? What's up, brother? It's good to be here. I'm glad to have you, dude. You br- you brought an entourage. This is the A squad, right? Because we're the B squad entourage. Uh, just some family. You yeah. know it. You know how it is. <laughs> and then right across from me, lead singer of a band, co-host of a fantastic podcast. Hey, thank you, the Thunderwolf Podcast. Jacob Serber, how are you doing today, man? I am doing great. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate you joining us. I can't wait to get into this jam-packed show. we got BJ Robbins over there, producer BJ. How are you? Good. I appreciate you uh, taking care of all the technical stuff. Together, our minds make a uh, half-intelligent audio being, right? Yeah. Just every time we switch something, you're like, oh, yeah. We don't have eight, we don't have AP yelling at us. All right. So, <clears throat> so we've got so many people in here in the studio. We've got a lot to talk about. I'm sure everybody has a lot to say. But I really want to start first with Ian. Since we talked about getting you on right after the win, tell us about that night. Just tell us from maybe the start to finish kind of thing, quick, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Uh, I knew it was my day, man. I knew it was my time. I yeah. knew waking up that day, everything was cool. I got texts from all you guys. I remember, I think you even texted me yep. and, you know, told me, I, I, you know, I probably won't see you until after the fight. Good luck, handle right. business. I just knew it was my time, man. Just like I feel it's been my time. And <laughs> I don't want to call him out because he's not here. But do you remember Johnny walking up to you to like give you a five and you were like, yeah, yeah, bro, yeah. like we before the, yeah. So like, it's, it's fucking strict, man. And so, well, we gave him so much shit. Like, dude, you don't fucking go talk to him before, before the, before, yeah, before the event. Cause you know, the state athletic commission, it's like a sanctioned thing. Yeah. So I had commissioners when every time I had to leave like their site, they had to follow me. Yeah. So like I was going to take a piss or whatever and. Johnny comes running up and he like there was no there was no like engaging talking he like just embraced it yeah. was immediately full contact right. and like the, just even this Johnny would do yeah and even the state athletic commissioner was like yo 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 you can't touch him and Johnny's like oh my bad you know what I mean <laughs> well but, I even thought of it at a different level I was like you don't fucking talk to somebody that's like really zoned in like they're getting ready to go into a fight like oh, hell no just leave them alone oh no it's nothing like that i, I know but that's, all, that's yeah, the right. thought i had right and yeah. then i didn't even know that you were like the commission thing was going on i was just like come on man but no that makes it even better that's what yeah <laughs> no he came in for the full hug bro he was ready to embrace me for sure it was awesome i love it i love you guys i love everything about it man that's so why it was I your it. night though yeah, dude, I just knew. I just knew. You know, you'd know when you put in enough hard work. You controlled it from the beginning to the end. I Absolutely. Mean. I, I wish, you know, and people would kind of get on me because I didn't get the finish. And, dude, I was fighting for the finish the whole fight. Every second I was in control, I was dominating. Yeah. But when someone's fighting not to lose, it's hard to get the finish. You know what I mean? 100%. If I go, I could go compete against some of the world's best black belts right now. And if I'm fighting not to get submitted, if I'm not trying to win, if I'm just trying not to get finished, get beat. yeah, I could probably last 10 minutes with some of the world's best black belts right, right. now. And that's what that guy was doing. You know, he's a talented kid. He's been fighting longer. He's been fighting longer as an amateur than I've even been out of high school. You know what I mean? So, like, he was a tough guy, and I knew what I was getting into. I wish he would have took more, like, risks to try to, you know, fight his fight. But I took what was given to me. And I wasn't going to make a sloppy mistake to try to show off for the crowd or something. And so you got, I mean, you obviously have other stuff coming up, too. Yes, sir. Um, What about the CBD, though? Pairing uh, up with Lisa Sears. Dude, Lisa Sears is my girl. Saw that. Lisa Sears is my girl, man. Yeah. She's awesome. Uh, found, she found out about me through the podcast with you, man. Hell yeah. You and Brad. Look at yeah. us. Yeah. Making nice. connections happen. Yeah. Networking. Juice in the Morning got me a sponsor for nice. sure. 100% credit to you guys because she saw me through the Brad Riggler uh, podcast. And uh, with that, she just told me to come in, talk to her. So I went into Denver CBD. Shout out to those guys too. Yep. And they just kind of talked to me for a little bit. We talked about some, you know some stuff it got got a little contract written up she's a sponsor now and uh i'm getting some cbd marketing some cbd for it. yeah. it's awesome man i love it I bj love it. will expect the check uh, under the door later <laughs> this week absolutely <laughs> <laughs> for the shot yeah. <laughs> yeah no uh and then mondo are you are you a fight fan hell yeah 
All right. We were talking about uh, MMA downstairs with uh, Nate Diaz and what's going on with that. So, so what uh, is going on with that? I just saw briefly. I mean, Jacob's a huge fan of MMA, by the way. Yeah. I uh, follow everything. Nice. <laughs> so do I. That was kind of creepy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which part? I follow everything. He's yeah. like, I know where they live. <laughs> like but no, uh, what is going on with Nate Diaz? Uh, so you posted something crazy. Long story short, from what I'm aware of, is uh, USADA, the US- United States Anti-Doping Athletic Commission, found some negative or positive results of elevated uh, levels of something yeah. in Nate Diaz's urine and blood. They told Nate Diaz about it, and there's a new policy that just released this year that you don't have to make it public when you fail a test until after everything's concluded, like you're, you mm-hmm. know, until they find out why you failed. So they were telling him, be quiet about it. They were like, So that makes a lot of sense, the last part of the, the post that he had where he was like, I'm not going to hide from this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like other people who want to get their money. Exactly, because they do it now, so you can still fight, and then, but it's technically illegal because you're, fight, you, you're fighting with a known banned substance right. in your blood or urine. And he was like, I'm not going to do that. But now, all of a sudden, a lot of reports are coming out now that they tested his B samples or whatever, and there was negative adher- adverse findings, yeah. and he's cleared to go, blah, blah, blah. Who knows what really happened? But as of Dude, right now... The UFC is tripping over its dick to try to get him back in that Dude, that's, a, Hell yeah. that's some <laughs> yeah. money. Dude, that's some money they do not want to lose on right now. They could not. They can't afford that right now. They've invested $4 billion. WME, when they bought the UFC, they invested $4 billion you know, of other people's money that and, they have to try to oh. make back right now. And the UFC is kind of a dying market right now because pay-per-view is a dying industry. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's all about streams and stuff now, and the UFC is trying to adapt to that with the ESPN, ESPN Plus model, but it's still hard. But and even like even on the flip side of that, when it comes to fight fans are fickle. So if like if their fighter that they want to see is not in there, it's yeah, they're not going to buy it. No one's watching next weekend if Nate Diaz is not fighting. Right. I'm telling you right now, they're that they just went from like two million pay-per-view buys to fucking less than a thousand. So Nate Diaz, 45 minutes ago, tweeted, "Clear my name or I ain't doing shit." Uh, <laughs> George, oh, yeah. uh, his opponent, obviously, you're not the baddest <laughs> mofo in the game. I am, but you are one of the cleanest. Uh, Nate Diaz, we'll see you November second. I know your name is clean. I don't. <laughs> I don't need you sodded to tell me shit. Yeah, yeah, Damn, yeah. I like it. So all signs point to the fight's still on right now. Right. But, you know. But I mean, that would be it. Would be sad if it didn't happen. Right. And I think it should happen. It's some more barbershop talk. You know what I mean? Yep. That's mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to. Right. And we'll know next weekend what's going to happen, really, until Ooh. they make an announcement. I mean, you guys have heard me on record. I think any in every sport, they should be able to do as many steroids as they want. Because right. I want, like, giant, like, okay. Terminator-looking uh, dudes. I think I would pay attention to sports then. <laughs> Fighting each other. Yeah. Some people just want to watch the world. But, like, who would <laughs> yeah. stop them? Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> that's a Daniel Tosh That's a Daniel Tosh the revolution. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Um, also, they said the replacement on standby is Leon Edwards. Yeah, fuck that. I don't know. Who yeah, that is. Boo. yeah, exactly, exactly. Leon Edwards. Jacob's definitely not heard of him. Yeah. He just knows his address. I follow everything. <laughs> he just knows his address. So and, me, uh, as a as a hardcore fan, that would be a badass fight, just because they have beef. Like they fought backstage at a UFC event. Once. Oh, nice. But like other than that, that's bullshit. No one wants to see that. Get Nate Diaz in there. Fuck it. The only thing he's testing positive for is weed. Obviously, absolutely. Like, you know what I yeah. mean. And here's the other thing is Nate Diaz tested positive for EPO that was tainted into a supplement called Clean Juice, a, com- <laughs> a company that was created by former UFC bantamweight champion TJ Dillashaw. That's really? fake. That's a fake tweet. So that one was. I've seen there's like four or five of them. Yeah, that that's fi- Well, they're doing that because TJ Dillashaw just tested positive for EPO and then started a company called Clean Juice. Oh, so wow. it's kind of ironic. And now they're just trying to they're trying to string it all together. People are trying to be clever on Twitter. That's what's going on with that. Yeah. Is but, weed still an issue? Like if you if you get yeah you can't it's positive. an in substance uh, you can't test positive for it in in what is it in like in competition so yeah. that's like a twelve hour window of your fight right on so do they you, can do oh. they consider it like a performance enhancer <clears throat> yes really weed yeah and dude honestly <laughs> as a really? fucking as you know dude as I'm, an advocate yeah I, I mean yeah let's be real I mean do I partake in some stuff absolutely but I dude I could see where it's a performance enhancing drug. Really? Yeah, Dude, I, mean, I go to pra- if I go to practice, you know, after I just partook in some stuff, bro. I mean, it's way different. I'm yeah. telling you, it's just mentally. I well, could we, see- and we've talked about it on the podcast yeah, multiple times. It just affects everything affects people differently. And if that's your thing that gives you that edge, here's then m- here's my thought you're on getting it. that. 
in competition's cool because it's literally like a 12 hour window, right? right? So, dude, if I'm smoking pot up to 12 hours before I'm about to fight, clearly, where's my fucking priorities? Right. Okay. But if I can smoke pot throughout all of camp, which is very hard on my body and my body's sore and hurt and yeah. broken down, that's cool. If I can do that and I'm not going to get in trouble, let's do that. But yeah, I don't agree with people. You know, don't come to your fucking fight high as hell. But no, that's cool. But back to my thing about. I think everything should kind of be legal anyways. I mean, John Jones was doing coke before, before UFC fights. <laughs> Two weeks before so his UFC like, title fight with Dana oh, yeah. Cormier. <laughs> let, him, let him fucking do a rail in the fucking locker room. Hell no, he took a bump before he got out there. Hold what up. What a legend, bro. Ooh. What a legend. Daniel Cormier. I think yeah. you just let him do it. Beat I think it's up. the same with the uh, just the America in general. Let people do what, uh, what they want to do. That's insane. You're, <laughs> you're a madman. <laughs> you're out of your mind. <laughs> but no, um... All right, so we've got a ton of different things that we could get into. Well, I have I have a question real fast. Yeah. Has anybody listened to Kanye's West's Jesus is King? New album? Nope. No. I no. plan to tonight, not going to lie. I read about that, though. He said, what, today in an interview that he was the greatest artist that has ever been? That's false. Oh, I think that that's he, false. That, you hear that? Dude? That he said it or that he is? I'm just disappointed. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> let my man stop. I'm just, disappointed, I'll, man. I'll let Mondo tell it. I haven't listened to his album since maybe album three or four. Yeah. Because yeah, he went off the rails. And I was like, well, uh, Kanye... He came, calls himself Jesus, right? Man. For how long? I, you how know, long has he first, been that's that been a while. That shit was hard like said, first, I, I'm not going to lie. It was, but he lost me. I was like, it, I kind of came from a church background. So, yeah. I, you know, I was like, man, that's kind of blasphemous. But then you're doing the church thing and I right. can't follow him because he's everywhere. You know, he's yeah. bouncing off the walls. So I'm like, dude, I bounce off the walls myself. You, my friend, whoever's following you is just as crazy as your ass. I got one of his new grills, like uh like uh, George Foreman. He has he's a George Foreman those, yeah. grill. Yeah, he's what? in the he's in the grills now. He's selling no. shit. He made prison he's slippers. The, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did prison slippers and then then he had, uh, breakfast grills. Dude, I may try to breakfast grill. Yeah. Real talk. I haven't listened to the album. Sounds though. delicious. The meat, the McYeezus. Yeah. That's what he's making. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like little uh, little panini sandwiches. Yeah. Sounds really good though. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Fucking genius to me. Hey, he's making money. I give him that. Well, didn't he do something that somebody was talking about? He he released the album, but it wasn't fully finished or something like that. He did know. that the did. last album, didn't he? It was like no, it was, it was this one too. It was this one, yeah. Because they go to—is it Montana where they go? Or it's Wyoming or Montana? Wyoming, yeah. yeah, he has a yeah, spot down there. Yeah, go, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Drake's been there too with him and shit. They duck off into like this remote area and record. And they had two songs that they found something on or whatever after they released it. So right. they like pulled it back, fixed those two songs, and then re-released it. Yeah. Well. We have a musician in here. So I actually have, because I have iTunes and everything, yeah. so I have one of his new songs. Just play a snippet. <laughs> just a, a snippet. snippet? I've never heard this. <laughs> Is it All the right. favorite one? Uh, that I don't. It's only 155. Oh, Bon Iver. I love it. <laughs> This is supposed to be gospel, right? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You can see my face over here. I, I don't know what this is yet. Life too short, go spoil yourself. Feel that feel, enjoy yourself. Cause we have everything we need. I'm vibing it. <laughs> Gang. I'm in there. It's different. I'll give you that. It's different. It, it does have a cool little vibe to it, though. Because Kanye crazy. It feels. It sounds like yoga music. I know, right? Like you should be Literally, doing. I'm gonna a, roll to this shit, like tomorrow. It's like downward dog type stuff. Well, it's it's just one of those things that it, it sounds like. I mean, it doesn't sound like you flip through the stations on your radio, and you come across that. You're not gonna think this is the gospel station. No, definitely not with that beat. Right. No, when that beat kicked in, I was and, like, okay. And then yeah, 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 you yeah. Know, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, what's the what's the classic uh, Christian song that everybody? Amazing Grace. No. Creed. It's, it's the <laughs> most. It's the most popular one. I feel like it's uh, with arms wide open. That's what I want to say, but it's not that. It's like, uh, God damn it, I can't think of it. Um, anyways, God uh, damn it, I can't think of the yeah, church song. You're but it's fucking not, awful, bro. I think that's the song. <laughs> yeah. I think it's GD gonna, the world. I think I it's gonna be. You hear that Kanye song, so you think you're on like the hot 106.1, and then the next song comes on, and it's it's very very christian 
I see. I know what you're talking. That about, would throw yeah. me off, like the AM, the light, right? Yeah, and then Kanye would be on there, and then a real gospel song would come on. You'd be like, "Oh no, this is not the station I was picking." <laughs> <laughs> My bad. How, how much credit do you think your grandma has, though, if she's jamming to that? Though she, she's Bro. got <laughs> she's got street credibility for that one. If you played that for your mom, Mondo, what would she say? She'd be like, "Turn this shit off." There you go. There you go. <laughs> Boy, what you got me listening to? <laughs> but no, we have a uh, musician as well, Jacob Serber. I pretend to be. Nobody's stopped me yet. So that's what I wanted. To, I I'm actually glad that we kind of like sidetracked uh, in the garage. When did you know you could sing, or do you think you can sing, or are you just faking it until you make it? Yeah, um, yeah. They 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 asked me to sing uh, for the band, and and I said, uh, well, I can't. And they said, well, just show up. Had so, they ever heard you sing before? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the guitarist and I, uh, we we had done some stuff. Mark, um, yeah. Mark Muse. He and I. Uh, Shout out, Mark. Mark. He did. Uh, he's been going there for a long time. He brought me into the studio, and I. Probably five years. I was going in as like uh, like a writer, poet, okay. bringing in things that I had written, and then we had done a couple things together, but nothing had happened. And you know, here we are now. How did you guys meet? Uh, at Applebee's. Really? Yeah, yeah. True story. A new the Newcastle Applebee's. It's where actually all of us have met. Um, <laughs> as it turns out, um, I was going with some some friends. We did a, a regular thing. We would go like on Wednesday nights. And there are a couple of friends from high school, you know, learning life's happening. People are stop hanging out as much. Let's make this a thing. So yeah. we would just hang out. And then this guy would come in, always have a book or a newspaper with him. It's like, who the hell is this dude? So you just wanted to figure out who he was. Yeah, exactly. So I said, <laughs> hey, who are you, man? And he said, uh, I'm, I'm a musician and I have, there's a studio out here and we, we do music. I said, all right, cool. He invited me out. So I started going out there and. It's been, I don't know, five years. Something That's like fucking that. crazy. Yeah. And then it? you and then you just uh decide that you want to jump on the microphone and sing. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. <laughs> That's exactly how that happened. <clears throat> what we're gonna end the uh show with is I it's my favorite song, by the way, of the three. Why you look at me like I didn't like it? No. <laughs> I look at you because you're the one who helped me pull it up on YouTube. Yeah. So you're gonna be able to play it later. It was our third one, right? No, yeah. the one that's my favorite is uh, "Give Them What They Want." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, my yeah. favorite. Is that? That's not your third one. No. That's the third one we released at least. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. The most latest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, was, yeah. yeah I love it. What yeah. are the three that you released nice. so far, though, Jacob? What, are, what are the three? Uh, "Worry," "Death Blues," "The Regulators," was, and um, "Give Them What They Want." Right. And I, I love all three. Um, obviously, from sharing it on Facebook yeah, multiple yeah, yeah. times. Thank you. No, I love it. It's I think it's great. awesome, and I think that you guys have a really good. Uh, I, like you've described it as everybody kind of collectively the tribes. Like that's what the name comes. Yeah, from. yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's exactly it. Um, one of the lines we just we had a show in in September at the Crying Wolf in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and and you had more than three songs, right? Yeah, yeah, we had a <laughs> we had a full we had a full forty five set. <laughs> That's it, awesome. it was it was it was my first show, yeah. my first time as a musician on stage. I used to do acting and theater and that like, but um, we ended the show with a line that that I'd come up with of um, "Who are we? Who are you? We're the tribes." Yeah, it's 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 intending to be the philosophy behind it is intending to be we recognize that we as musicians are nothing without the crowd and vice versa. So we are collectively the tribes. It's not just us. It's not just nice. us on stage being musicians saying, hey, here's what we have to say. It's you guys are just as part of this as we are. We, yeah. We're nothing without the audience. So that's fantastic. That's, that's what the tribes is you about. Have the, you have the rock star cliches down already? Yeah, I already got them down. I'm already writing a book. <laughs> did you, did you have writing that, my memoirs did you already. Have that before? What's that? Did you have that like the the rock star look before? Like that swag. Oh, uh, you know what we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> no, I me? I got on a uh, Pinterest and they had a <laughs> rock star starter pack. Yeah, they had a they had like a pin board and you I was like, it. hey, I'll, I'll take that shit. Floral shirts, yes please. Silver oh. jewelry, all right. Nice. <laughs> Stitch fix slash Jacob Server. Oh yeah, yeah. Shout out to me, uh, pushing shilling for them. Yeah, he got me. He got me good. Did you get some stuff? Uh, oh yeah. Did you like it? I uh, the shirt that I wore to my uh, first uh, stand-up show. 
was Hell from Stitch yeah. Fix. Nice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I messaged them. They said they're not interested in new influencers right now. So <laughs> oh. hopefully they'll uh, hear this oh. and reconsider. Oh yeah. No, uh, it was it was a fantastic time. Um, no, I, I completely get what you're talking about though. We got to get WD forty for this mic stand. By the way, I'm sorry. It's like instantly throwing me off. <laughs> <laughs> but no. No, that's not that's not you. That's me. Okay. Yours is good. Yours is uh, all lubed up. Mm. I think mine was doing it too. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's okay. But no, you're also you're you're a singer in a rock and roll band. Yeah. You're also a co-host of <clears throat> Thunderwolf with Awoo! the old podcast host from Juice in the Morning. Yeah, absolutely. How's that going? How do you guys feel? Oh man, it's going. I well. feel like you guys have a really good vibe together. We have a really good vibe together. Uh, Ian's been on. Uh, been a, been a great time. BJ's been on, um, and we we just we're we don't we don't want to define what our podcast is. We have some interview shows. We have some people on. Um, we'll just have some back and forth, some funny shit. Uh, whatever we think is is something worthy of of talking about in the moment. Uh, we just did this last week. We went to uh, Mark Fultz's house. Oh yeah, the Halloween for the episode. Halloween episode. I'm pretty. I'm I'm a fan of it. It it was something else. It was our first time doing a satellite show. We yeah. were in a garage. There was a cricket in the background the whole time. I never <laughs> heard random ass people. Never I, heard the cricket. I was Macho Man Randy Savage. Nice. I saw that great get up. <laughs> Thank, you. Like Thank you. Thank you. And and. You saw the picture then. We had another Macho Man Randy Savage yep. show up. Hell yeah. It's the same party. So he was on there, and then we had Joe Dirt on. Uh, just to, whoever was looking in the window, we tried to call them on to, to get them sit down with us. So, yeah, Thunderwolf Podcast, uh, we're, just, we're just doing our thing. I don't know, figuring out what it is, I suppose. Well, I mean, not to take any shine from you guys, but you guys, if you had any questions about live shows, you could have gone to me. Yeah. We we've done it a few times. That no 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 you're you're and, absolutely and right. Everything on that. that you guys went through, yeah, I've been through every time I've done a live show. You know me, and you know Shane, and you know that we are just going to uh, fail in the front light That's until same, we, until we figure it out. Kind yeah, of thing. Same here. Yeah. So, so we showed up and we said, "Hey, Mark, can we do this?" And he was like, "I mean, I'm having a party." Right. We're like, yeah, I know, but like, can we do our podcast at the party? Yeah. Like, yeah, sure, man. But so, the best decision we made flyover studios that's right be able to come in here have a good time with a group of people bj can get a hold of mondo that we've been wanting to have on the juice in the morning podcast for a while yeah sorry guys I'm, I'm <laughs> oh hey terrible. brandon what's up man i mean i am bad whoever brandon is we're probably like two peas in a pod <laughs> because brandon i am Truitt. bad they even called it a mondo where i would just stand up my people you know, at the last minute. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, oh yeah, man, yeah, we're going to yeah. do that shit. Yeah, man. Oh, it's going down. Day of, maybe half an hour beforehand. Man, Mato, you going, ah, oh, man. Oh, well, oh, man. It was a long day at work. Terrible. Sorry, BJ. So, so, Look, you see the way he looked at so me? So, BJ, BJ and. Uh, <laughs> it's a Mondo, man. BJ yeah. and RB were uh, making bets on if you were going to make it tonight or not. It was, boy. That's like a, <laughs> that's like on, a true 50-50. Was it I on know the it was, precipice? I know it was on CPT time, though. Oh, you are, I was you know, still <laughs> doing was the work time, thing. Though. I'm you a said workaholic. 7.30. <laughs> I, look at me. I, I know you two, but you if know. If you're as efficient as me, you'd been here on time. Oh, hell no, man. I was coming from the west side, man. Come on, man. I came from Greencastle. You know, I'm pretty certain that sounds far, bro, but you know, <laughs> you know I'm at Lafayette Road, man. I think it was on time for the first time in my life tonight. You were early. Yeah. How about that? I loved that. You were late for the uh, roast battle. Yeah, I was late for that. But you showed <laughs> so, up right as <laughs> right as it was getting good. Yeah, I, I showed up for that and um, the episode you guys did at uh, Joe's. Yep. Yeah, I showed up just you, in time you, for me. You, you assumed it was 8 o'clock, right? Or 9 o'clock? I think it was. <laughs> I think the Facebook invite said 8. Yeah. And I asked Shane and he said 8. So I thought nine o'clock for some reason <laughs> and showed up then. <clears throat> no, he's, he's on the CPT time too. <laughs> Do you I guys know what that is? Oh Color people time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's Central or Eastern. I went Midwest. straight to Central Pacific. I, just, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't with you. Nah. Mondo taught me that eleven years ago. I did. Nah, nah. My like, best. You don't know. My best friend and sparring partner runs on that shit all yeah. day. Come on so now. I know how it is. He was man. my assistant when we used to work at a long time ago. Oh man. And he lived a block. From where we work, 
I, I lived about 30 minutes. I can already tell us. Can I get a special watch for uh, CP it, time? And then he would still show. I sh- wish. <laughs> he would, that would be awesome. He would show like, up. man, Will, yeah. check this out. <laughs> What's up? And he, your he, clock is wrong, BJ. <laughs> but, but you look like you, you slept in your clothes. Which I most likely did that night. Still reeking a beer in Newports. Oh, my God. <laughs> Those are good times. In some kind of funky vagina smell. Mm, a neighborhood home. And then I knew what I knew what kind yes. of day it was going to be, so I said, hey, go get us four monsters. Boy. Go get us another pack of cigarettes. You got to switch up to that bang energy thing, baby. This oh, is in yeah. 09. This is 09, 010. Oh, okay. And I'm like, here's a Yale bomber. I need you today. And he'd stuck down two monsters and a Viking, and he'd be like, I'm ready. All right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking about that gives me cold chills. Like yeah. my dick's hard. It yeah. probably that, it probably fu- it probably two monsters and <laughs> a Vicodin. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm ready. Well, it was pretty juiced up though. I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready for twelve rounds. I have two monsters and a Vicodin, boy. That was uh, that was on Fridays when we had to really oh, yeah. we had long days on Fridays. Those was uh, nine to eight, nine to nine, maybe even nine to ten days. Yeah. And, and you and you got a party on Thursday. Oh, dude. Right. It's was, still a thing. Uh, yeah. Had, uh, Jen really, Jen really likes it when I party on Thursdays. I mean, it's a big, it's a big contention. And I really like Jen on Thursdays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. The drink, you know. What I, I don't. Mean? Know. <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> what I, don't, I didn't know. I thought it was perfect. I was like, hey, that's a nice one. <laughs> <laughs> no, one thing that I I did want to touch on. You mentioned Newcastle and meeting that guy in Newcastle. Yeah. I feel like Newcastle is very similar to BJ's hometown. There's a hotbed of like cool shit. And people coming out of there, do you think it's because of the boredom that surrounds it? Because you've got the Boss Hog of Liberty podcast that yep. comes out of there. Yep. You got you, your friends, the band, stuff like that that you met there, and then you, Seymour, Indiana. That's right. Tons of fucking crazy, cool people, athletes, rich people come out of there. So, what do you think it is about those two kind of towns that that actually breeds that kind of excellence? I, I have no idea. See, I'm from New Orleans. Right. So I'm, I know you're not up, from there. But I moved just... up and uh, lived in, I, I was telling them about it, uh, in the garage, actually. And then, you know, lived in Newcastle for a while. Uh, I have no idea. I just Maybe think... the corn? Yeah. It's Maybe? Wa- it's local? Wa- <laughs> it's a lot of corn. It's yeah. wa- a lot, <laughs> lot of it is, wa- a lot of it is wanting to get out. Well, that's what I'm saying. You, that's you want, what I was you getting want, at. You want to get out, but also it, it, it's like... Like when if you ever listen to John Mellicamp, he, who's from Seymour, you listen to him do his behind the music. He's like about his grandfather died there, and Seymour he's like, it's a two story town. Egad, yeah. mm-hmm. yep. and that always stuck with me. And I was I'm proud to be from there, but I was like, I want to get out of there. I want to do something, you know, and, and leave some kind of legacy or whatever instead of being like working at a factory or warehouse. If yeah. you guys do that, I respect that. I work a retail job, but I mean that's why we do this is to try to do something instead of being like. I mean, Miss America's from there, and she was even the hot sister. <laughs> <laughs> no, the you're 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 right. Uh, in all seriousness, the getting out is a huge driving force. That that motivation. If if you sustain any value of art, I think uh, that's threatened immediately in the Midwestern lifestyle. Mm. And uh, if if you truly own that conviction of appreciating art in any sense and wanting to do it, then to take it to that next level. You have to strive. You have to. You, you have to try to climb out. Is that like, man? We talk about like the <clears throat> ghettos of New York producing some of the yeah. best NBA basketball players of all time. Is that the white people version of that? <laughs> you know, you're, you're asking me. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking the whole room. No, no but say um, it makes sense, right? You know, especially on getting out because it, it's almost the same thing uh, when you're in the inner city. You know what I'm saying? You grow up in the hood, all your friends are dying, and all these things are going around. You want to get away. Right. Um, nine times out of ten, you know, you if you're athletic and you've been blessed with those abilities, perfect outlet here for us in the Midwest especially, um, we have different talents. Yeah. You right. know, singing, artwork. We uh, we branch out differently. We still are known as, you know, Indiana basketball state. but. For sure. Uh, overall, we branch out a different way. That's why we have MMA. so many good artists come out of the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I think that's absolutely true. Yeah. Um, I, I, we, we joke about it, and anybody who knows me, I don't know a lot about sports. I have no disdain for sports. Right. Just the joke of I don't know a lot right. about it, so I yeah. just make make jokes. But, um, I play, I played soccer. 
Nice. And then I realized that was a high school sport for me. <laughs> Nothing was going to come of that. And it was See, it was you were acting. smart. You were smart at that age. Very much so. I yeah. I mean, because I assumed I was going to be playing in the NFL by now. So I played three years of it. Of course it. you did. I was I'm sorry. I was okay. I just enjoyed it. But acting was what I had found at that time. Yeah. Um, and so I I did a lot of stage work, local plays, high school plays, uh, this and that, musicals, this, uh, trying to figure it out. But it just wasn't quite right. And then after school, I started writing a lot. Carried a notebook with me everywhere, writing poetry, writing stories, songs, etc. Anything that was in in my head, I was just trying to get it out there. And then this opportunity with the band, and yeah, here we are. That's <clears throat> awesome. That made me instantly think of what I would like to just kind of go around the room with. So someone's been talking to um, Jacob. Yeah, Brandon Truett. What's up, man? And he says a lot of drugs and boredom <laughs> makes up Newcastle. Yeah, that, that's that's <laughs> very true. Is that on your guys' stamp? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a sign actually on 70 when you're coming into Newcastle, and it says, "Welcome to Newcastle." A lot of drugs and boredom make up this town. Ours is uh, from Seymour's, the little mess stamp. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's an exploding like mobile trailer. It's yeah, no, I love it. Have y'all seen the one from Indianapolis? <laughs> What's that? Saying turn around. <laughs> <laughs> y'all need Jesus. Get out of here. <laughs> you better not we need come to West. We some Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> What's that fucking album called? <laughs> no, what? That, Don't that, get shot. That made me think of something very specific that I wanted to kind of go around the room and ask. Be- yeah, because of our conversation. So do you think the path that you're on now, is that the path that you thought you were going to be on when you were in high school playing soccer or in high school doing what, what you were doing? I don't know. I wanted to be a porn star. There you go. For real? No, no, no. no so Come I, on. I, I'm just fucking with you guys. Sorry. <laughs> no, I wondered I, if that I mean, was, was like a real dream. You don't have the stamina. You do not. And you don't have the stereotype dick either. <laughs> that one time. Does BJ, no, no. Does BJ know this? I don't know. BJ, would you smile on me? <laughs> I know a lot of things. No, but I'll say this to be real talk. Uh, I thought I wanted to be an architect. Um, yeah. I did. I thought I was good at, you know, drawing, what have not. But then I started realizing that the stuff I was drawing wasn't buildings. I was drawing like Jason Voorhees decapitating people. That's <laughs> that's not architect work. Right. But I did want to be an architect when I was younger. Yeah. So yeah. So so what what stops you? I mean, obviously being an architect cuz I I was thinking like what can we do to get ourselves in that path? So what would you be What's your interest and like what is something that you do to try to f- fulfill that like desire? I've done nothing. Nothing? That's the disappointing no, part. No, no, no. It's like, like I, not I, I got, I got not 18. Built IKEA furniture or hey, something? Man, I got 18 and then you just strictly started working. You know, you just like, <laughs> hey, just now this is how you live. Yeah. You know, try to do your best. It's neat that I moved up, you know, from certain, I guess, titles into right. you know, certain companies. But overall, yeah, once You're I welcome. got up. Hey, you, the, thank you. The you cool, know why? Because oh, but, Mondo yeah. like helped me put me on this path. Right. We like, talked about it forever. So when we used to work together, we would sit at the back door, smoke heaters, and like talk about movies, comics, how we'd like it to go, and how to do this. And then people would be like, "You guys are funny," and I'm like, "All right, we're funny." So, but we didn't do anything with it. Yeah. And, then, and I, BJ would ask, <laughs> we would be at work, and he would ask like the funniest questions, <laughs> and he'd be like, "Hey, man, what if uh, Holly Berry sit on your face?" Why she sitting on your face? She pissed on you, and I was like, I'd be "Man, that, that'd be crazy." But he would ask, "Sign me up." <laughs> but we, we, Holly we got, do whatever she wants. He would yeah, ask yeah, everybody yeah. in the store, and we got one guy, which is we love him to death. I ain't even say his name, but his, you know, his reaction to the story was always funny and animated because I'm like, "Man, it's Holly Berry. You wouldn't let her, you know, do that." He'd be like, "Hell no!" I put, I push her off me, and I'm like, "Damn." <laughs> <laughs> it got physical fast. Man, he mu- he must be getting a lot of good pussy then. No, he <laughs> no, no he keeps, no, he keeps having kids. Yes, he does. He, he has a lot. Shout of out Trent. I know. <laughs> We're not giving out last names. I know we did. So, but no, that was and I met AP right, yep. and then AP is the type of guy. Um, I don't know if he's still on here. Hopefully, he's not. He gets mad when I say this stuff. But I was like, hey, we should do this. And he's like, all right, cool. And like, we're there. And I'm like, oh, so we're doing it. He's like, yeah, we're doing it. Like I said, man, yeah. uh, AP likes to come at me, but I got love for him. No, and then he's, we've built a reputation um, around here of, of being guys who, who will help without 
like want something for right. it, right? Right, absolutely. You know, I charge you monster and pack of cigarettes yep. to produce the show. That's pretty cheap, and it's still it's still <laughs> yeah. tough sometimes. Yeah, uh, his drink... monster is only at like three gas stations I've ever been. To. I know the yellow and black cans. It's a T, the monster T. I'm limited. telling you, man, switch to bang. But I'm gonna try it. It's fantastic. I just want to walk in and drink and pour one on my wife and go bang. The pe- the you got to do the finger finger guns. The cactus jack. One. Yeah. Bang bang. You got to get a pina colada bang and then do the <laughs> finger guns. Oh hell yeah, cactus That's, jack. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That you know, wrestling fan. Yeah. 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 I, I know. Mean, ex- he- I know exactly what you're talking about yes. because I am a big sports enthusiast. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I- <laughs> I'll oh, call myself as entertainment, right. <laughs> but no, uh, I don't know. You, you, you got it. Got got it? it. <laughs> We're but, back, but no. Uh, what I what I had asked Mondo while you had uh, stepped out real quick in is I wanted to go kind of around the room and ask people when you were younger and you had your picture of what you were going to be doing. Is this what you think you were going to be doing? Like, you're doing MMA. Was that what you were thinking about in high school, middle school, whatever you're doing? Because you're relatively younger. Like, I mean, people, right. people want to give you shit about that, but we're not going to give you shit. I just want to know what your what your path is and if, if you feel like you're on that. Yeah, man. Uh, ever since, like, elementary school, really, I wanted to be a fighter. You know what I mean? And I've had that goal. Because I saw a couple pictures of you skating. Yeah, yeah, I used to skate Real, back in the day. Yeah, were you yeah, thinking yeah. that was the thing? Nah, dude. Uh, really, this is gonna be funny. I wanted to be a rock star at Uh-oh. first, bro. At, Come on, Jacob, yeah, help him out. Yeah, straight up. No, right on. no. I wanted. I played guitar. I've played guitar since I was probably about eight years old. Hell yeah! It's a talent I don't really display much, but I, you know, and I don't. I used to do it all the time. It was my obsession, you know. But then I, you know, doubt, got to other things. And you need to come out to the studio, man. Oh, dude, I would love to. Come check it out. Absolutely. And I like to think I can sing, but I know I can't. Oh. It's just, you know what I mean? I just fucking... What's, what's your go-to? What? When I like, sing? You, like, if you want to sing something that you like, what do you what do you sing? That you think you do well at? <laughs> that I do well at? Yeah. Probably, like, something like A Day to Remember. Okay. They're, like, a more heavier band. I love A Day to Remember. Yeah, dude, I fuck with them heavy. Out of Ocala, Florida. Good, good band. Fight! Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of my yeah. favorite songs of all time. Hell I don't yeah. even remember what it's second like. Second sucks. Yep, yeah. second sucks. You're a friend. Yeah, that's pretty good, dude. I thought we were. That DJ, was you... really fucking good. <laughs> did you put that on? <laughs> no. Um. So, so wanting to be a fighter, you've wanted to be. So you're you're following your path. Yeah, I feel like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I'm trying to do everything I can to line myself up and put myself in the right position to achieve my dreams. Because yeah. it kind of goes back to that question you guys were asking prior. It was about like, you know, is this being in the Midwest? Are you a product of this or blah, blah, blah? Dude, everyone is fucking equal. Believe right. it or not, it doesn't matter if your family's rich. It doesn't matter if your family's fucking poor. It matters what's inside you. Right. Like, if you want to fucking do something and you want to be something, fucking start working toward it. it, it. You got to, dude, the first step, the the step of a thousand, uh, 10,000 steps leads with the fucking first step you take. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's how bad do you want something? Yeah. And I feel what, like. Why, are, why is everybody hung up on that 10,000 thing, too? Like, they're like 10,000 hours and you can call yourself a pro at something. I don't know. I don't, it's just a good analogy. No, and I know. I, people, I'm, not, I'm not judging your analogy. I'm judging the people that created the analogy. And nowadays, because I, I want to say it's like about a thousand hours, and I got about a thousand hours. Right, right, right. No, no. <laughs> I think nowadays so many people are quicker to be negative than they are like positive and supportive. Right. So it just it comes down to that. And sometimes people would rather like when someone wants to do something, they're afraid of what other people are going to say or like act toward them instead of actually going and trying to do that thing. No, yeah. for sure. For yeah. for sure. To back that. Yeah. I mean. This is the first year that I've started doing anything that I wanted to do, right? Right. Music, uh, podcasting. I talked about it for a long time. What stopped you? I Myself, yeah. uh, purely. I was worried and I was fearful of what people would say or what people would think instead of just doing whatever it was. Right. And I'm with you on that. 100%. People stop themselves. So, yeah. so the path that you're on, Jacob. Yeah. Is this, is this the one you envisioned? Um... Yeah, yeesh. when I when I was a, when I was really young, I wanted to be an archaeologist, nice. an Egyptologist. That's what I fascination with Egypt. Wanted to focus on that shit. You wanted to be like Brendan Fraser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to be Brendan Fraser in the Mummy. Like that's <laughs> that's what I wanted to be. Um, no, but it was in high school, I think, uh, when when I found acting, and I thought that's really cool. And 
it was the first time that I could step away and look objectively and say, I'm not bad at that. There's there, I, I, I could, I could do that. I could envision myself doing that. And then, uh, you know, came writing and then sa- same thing. At first it was, I, I was writing a lot and I didn't want anybody to know. I, I, I was worried about what they would think of me. I'm, right. uh, I'm a writer in a basketball school. What the hell? Right. And uh, so I, I, I was nervous about that, but then I, I, I just kept doing it and sharing with people that I trusted. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of people who said, yeah, let, let me see what, you, what else you got. And then uh, from there, I thought, that's what I want to do. I want to act, but I also want to do music. And so, you know, leading a band is is exactly that. Yeah. Putting on that show, putting on those characters, whatever it is, telling that story. And you guys have so, yeah. a, you guys have a close enough uh, knit group with that band that you can kind of do that without worrying that you have to trust them. Right? Oh man, dude. They're no, they're great about it. They're they're really great about it, and I I can't give them enough credit. They they both have been musicians for a long time. Mark and Scott. Uh, Scott guys the drummer. Scott and Mark, they've been musicians and bands before. Um, they've played shows. They've done all these things, and then here I show up, never having done you know a band before, and uh, they're 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 great. I I can I can trust in them musically, perfectly. Yeah, and they know that I'm in it for you know what i'm in it for and they they just say do you and and so from that beginning it's it's always been that kind of comfort Mm -hmm. from that uh that brotherhood but even transcending that you know what i mean so yeah um i i trust them very much and uh so yeah i'm on the path that i i want to be on you are on it now and you thought it would be a little bit different but how about you bj um no it was probably one thing like i wrote a lot did a bunch of stuff but i, yeah. I didn't want no one to know and i hated exactly. my voice yeah because i had my nose shattered as a child so i hated the way i talked right anytime that you tell me you hate your voice i just don't believe you no i i anybody that's known me he's <laughs> known me for 11 he's yeah. heard me talk about it like i yeah, sound yeah. nasally and i was at somewhere today and this this guy goes so i heard you do podcasts and i was like Please don't make me explain podcast. That's in the back of my mind. I didn't want to. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm with you. First time they say what radio station, I'll just be like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's 106.7. Yep. We're on at 1 a.m. tonight. Just 106.7. WTLC? And, yep. No. <laughs> so, but where it started, and the path that I was on was the first time I did it, I was like 18 years old, and we went to this radio station in Seymour. My buddy worked there. You know, it was all pre-programmed. Yeah. And so, but we decided to decide to program it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we started playing Beastie Boys, Little Communication, and then we uh, recorded something making fun of some girls, and we, you know, we had to tape cassettes. That's how old I am, right? Ooh. And we were playing. Hopefully those cassettes didn't get out. No, we were, yeah, yeah, we were, <laughs> we got it out, and a lot of people liked it, but, like, then I decided to get married, have kids, and it's like, you have to do the retail thing, or, or job yep. thing, whatever yep, it is. Absolutely. And then now to the point where two teenage sons, they kind of have their own thing, and then... My wife had something she was passionate about, so I was like, I want to do this. But I never wanted to be on camera or on screen. Right. I always wanted to be behind the scenes, like, hey, let me help you do this. Yeah. So the path I'm on now in the past six months has really taken off, really. I think that's uh, awesome, man. I think really, if because I wanted to go full circle, because obviously I'm a narcissist and wanted to come back to me and talk about my path. Don't drown. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, the past probably a year or so I've kind of like come to the realization because for before now in the past year for probably like 15, maybe 10, 10, eight, 10, something like that. I went to high school or went, went through elementary school, middle school, high school. And my whole dream was like, I'm going to be famous. I don't know what for, but I'm going to be famous. Like I'm going to be, why do you want to be famous? I've I've talked about it before. It's kind of a sad story, but I'm going to talk about it anyways. You guys can make fun I haven't of it. heard it actually. You can make fun of me for it. Um, no, I grew up without a dad, and I never thought that it was ever at the front of my mind, and it wasn't. But I think that that at the back of my mind was what drove me because I realized at about 16, 17 that my that what had been driving all of this was the fact that. I wanted to be famous enough that if this guy showed up, I could just tell him like straight to his face, fuck off. I don't, I did this all without you. I don't need you to come into my life now. So I thought that then though, 
which is weird and whatever. So I thought up until 17, 18, I was like, I'm on the path. I'm going to fucking do it. Like, everybody loves me. I'm doing good in sports. Then I had a lot of fucked up shit kind of happen around 18, 19. Then I got into this rut for about 10 years. Yeah, probably. Why don't you say what happened? Rough sh- Juice got shot, everyone. Yeah, I got, I got, That's shot, what I got happened. shot by my best friend by accident. Is that for real? Yeah. He got shot. No shit. By a nine Some millimeter rough handgun. shit. He got shot. I didn't know that. Um, he was, <laughs> it was a crazy story. Poking me in the leg with it. Everybody thought it was like I shot myself and I had to like very like aggressively tell everybody I didn't shoot myself. What I did was is I was playing with the gun while he was inside and I loaded it by accident because I knew nothing about guns at the time. And uh, I put it back in between the seats and was talking to my phone. He got in the car, was poking me in the leg saying, you mess with my gun, talking on the phone. I'm kind of pushing him off and then he shoots me, goes through my leg. <clears throat> I look at him like, you just fucking shot me. You've been drinking, so I need to get to the hospital. There was a car behind us. Guy takes me to the hospital. Long story short, I was uh, just recovering from ACL surgery, from trying to play college football, then got shot. So basically, the whole left leg just got completely ruined. Damn. Um, So I was like done with football. But that, to me, was like a weird epiphany because I thought at the time it was a great epiphany. I thought from then on, my life was supposed to be average. Everything was supposed to be average. Nothing was supposed to be too high because if I ever if I ever had too much good stuff going on for too long, something bad would happen you and got it would shot bring, again. It, bring it back. Down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, but I always thought that as things were going good, something I was always waiting for the other foot to drop. Right. Like I was always on edge about that. I I drank a lot. I got into some drugs here and there that I didn't really like. I don't think I was the worst out of all the group of people that I was kind of hanging out with because I kind of got out of it. Right. But I was into drugs, drinking, all that stuff. Got very lucky to have a great family to help me get to Ball State. So I got to Ball State, did really well, but then the other shoe fell, got a DUI while I was at Ball State. They pulled their they pulled their support. They pulled their scholarships from me. And uh, so I kind of like did it on my own, <clears throat> had some more dark times, and then, you know, met my wife, which was great. But still, in the back of my head, I was thinking, everything's just going to be average. Like, I love her to death. She's the only not average thing I have in my life. But our life's going to be average. We're going to grow up. We're going to do, like, what I posted on your Facebook post yeah. about the Midwest. Like, you're going to have, you know, you're going to work. You're going to kind of get successful. I love You're going to pay taxes, and then you're going to die. Yep. That's going to kind of be the... But <clears throat> the last year, though... I've had that kind of resurgence of where I felt like it doesn't have to be average. Right. Never. No, it does not. And why have I pigeonholed myself in my mind of thinking that it's always going to be this Accepted that forever, right? So it's almost like I had a, a not an epiphany because I already had a shitty epiphany, but it was just like a, it was a thought. And I was like, no, that's not the way it's going to be. Uh, a lot of people like to give Johnny shit for the stuff he does on the podcast and you know him, but he reignited that like drive because I want to make us succeed. And I want him to be a part of the success because he pushed me back at ball state when I thought everything needed to be average. And I never actually chased the dream of the podcast, chased the dream of stand up, doing stuff and getting out there before him. Yeah. Right on. I love it. And he was doing that then. And I kind of ignored it. And then he, I, he wanted to get back on the podcast. He wanted to be on it for a first time because he had never done it. And we talked about it forever. So we had him on, and then he started throwing ideas. And I was like, fuck yeah, this is what this is, it. This is what I was looking for. And then BJ as well. BJ fucking has always been there. Like, if I'm like, hey, I want to do this. What do you think about it? He's like, that sounds cool, man. Let's, like, figure it out. And I love that kind of like surrounding myself with that personality. And then another one is you, Ian. Like you coming on makes there was a couple episodes that made me want to run through a brick wall because of your positivity. Like that's a fucking cool thing to be around. And we're lucky for being podcasters to be around these kinds of people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the whole part of it because it's click, everything's clicky, podcasting. Comedy fighting is probably clicky because mm-hmm. a bit one of the things you want to do is like ah he he won that fight yeah but look who he's fighting you know right. what I'm saying not saying they said that but there's always that mentality like hey somebody just got so and so on the show yeah but 
you know, instead of that and like, all right, cool. But I think what I think what works for for me and I'm like I said, I'm not toot my own horn, but I feel like I do my best to associate with everybody and kind of find something that we relate to together. So I don't deal with that clicky bullshit. Really? I, I don't either. It I doesn't just, ever yeah. happen to me. Yeah. And then people might say something about me later or something like that. And I'm just like, I was completely oblivious to that. Like, I didn't think that that was their thought of me. But then if that's the case, if that's the thought of me, then I don't, I don't need to text you or call you or support your shit anymore. Right. Exactly. Simple. It's not like I'm going to be butthurt about it. Yeah. I'm not going to get freaked out. But well, yeah, it's, it's also like, I'm not self-reliant. Right. Like I have my own studio, have my own mics, I have my own way to upload it. I don't need anything for anybody. Right. I know I can carry a show on my own. I don't need a co-host. Right. You're not looking for anyone's acceptance. No, right? I'm doing and that's, it. And that's the question I want to ask you when you were talking about wanting to be famous. I was like, were you wanting respect or were you wanting acceptance? Uh, and then the, I was going to ask the same question again about your father because you said you were doing it all subconsciously by your father. Yeah. Were you wanting respected by your father or were you wanting acceptance from your father? You know what I mean? Yeah. My it's main, like, my main why thing, are you doing the things you do? My main thing about that is, you know, he <clears throat> he and my mom, you know, had whatever happened. I was born. And then I literally have never heard. Like, he's like he's like on the dark web or something. Like, he, he does not exist. I've tried to, like, Facebook, Google, just because I would like to see what he looks like. Do I look like him at all? Which right. is really fucking creepy because I don't look like him at all. My mom showed me a picture of him in high school. Look nothing like him. I look like my mom a little bit, but not even really like my mom. So I'm trying to figure out was my mom for real. Like it was right. <laughs> you silly. Fuck bro, high school was wild no. times back then, brother. <laughs> but but I don't, get... I hope my mom never listens to this cuz she'd fucking kill me. But no, I I just I I thought that uh I I thought that he was it's weird to me because I am in the process of with my wife figuring out like, you know, children and like our future and everything. And it to this day freaks me out to think if I had a kid, mm -hmm. I would never contact them ever, ever, ever and not wonder what's going on with that person. Right. That's what fucked me up the most the last couple of years. It's like I'm I'm 32, never seen this person. The guy's never reached out to me. Nothing. Oh, that's gotta be fucking. So he tough. has. So he has a whole. He has a whole person. I have. I have siblings. That I don't know, because I. I mean, my mom told me that he has a family. Like she. She must know somebody that keeps track of this right, person. Right, right, right. And I just think it's fucked up. I think it's weird. Oh, I think absolutely. it's weird. No, and that's the thing about it is my real dad left when I was six. Married an ex hooker from Ohio. It's not even a funny joke. It'd be a great joke, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he had a wife and two kids. Like I found a better family. That's literally what it was. And I was, See, I know that's not the case because I'm no, way better than the other kids he has. No, <laughs> oh, 10,000 I mean, percent, dude. But, I mean, look at you. But <laughs> after, after I found out why he chose the other family, because he ended up being a pedophile and they had daughters. True story. It's on the Jesus. Google. You look it up, right? So, and, the, and my main thing was like, then so we grew up in government apartments, trailer parks, fucking the worst part of small towns. Like that one part of town, like... Even oh, the, yeah. even you don't the, go to that part of town. Even the mm. bus drivers like these kids ain't fucking going anywhere. Yeah, that's where I grew up, and I did. I wanted to get out of that rut so bad, right? And not be like, stay in that town, be in that shitty apartments over there, or the trailer park. If you live in a trailer, I have nothing wrong with it. I grew up there, but in my mind, I had to get away. I had to succeed, right? To break that cycle, right? You that's know? beautiful. That's what everyone should have, <clears throat> and everyone's so afraid of failure now that they don't want to do that. And so many people get caught up in the product of their environment. Like, you could have just as easily been like, oh, fuck it. Uh, this is what I am. Yep. This he could is be, what I he am. He could be selling. It works You could right still now. be at that same fucking apartment <laughs> complex right now if you didn't fucking just take the initiative and be like, fuck that. But it was about cool. being, being around positive people, which is my wife, right? She had a different life than I did, right? My wife's hot and... And I hear you that. told us. No, no, I get. <laughs> it tells I get, that all I, the time. I get, <laughs> do I not get told that? Well, well, no, you tell us that all the no, time. No, no. Hey, Marco, the, the my wife's he, hot. He I'm does like, get oh, told uh, that. I'm sure. No, it, it, it. This is the thing. Like, hey, man, your wife's hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they do. The, then they do that. No, they do it this way. Your wife's. Uh, that's uh That's your wife. She like, with you? Yeah, that's my wife. They're like, <laughs> like oh, either I have money, 
or I'm funny, or I'm hung. Or you got yeah. that eight-inch yeah. fucking <laughs> slanger, boy. One of the three. You yeah. can't ever have two, and no one has three. No, no, no right? No. You're missing you out on one of those. You got that splitter hitter, son. I see you over there, BJ. So, but, that, <laughs> but your main thing was like, uh, someone's like, how old your kids? Like, they're 16 and 14. They're middle-class snobs. And yeah. someone like, oh, no, like, no, that's the goal. Like yeah. where I come from, middle class snobs is the goal. Is right? the goal, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, complaining about you know like stupid shit. That is nice too. I would. Yeah. Li- that's what I want for my kids. One hundred percent. I hope my kids are like, Dad, the fucking Xbox is running slow. I'm yeah. Like, or not like good. Dad, Dad, the lights are not on anymore. <laughs> we have no more hot water. You know, they get to complain about not having their PS4. Uh, I, I would be like, Son, my problem was there was no ketchup for the fucking white rice <laughs> yeah. that I was eating for dinner, bitch. Yeah, are you getting roaches out of your cereal box? Shut the Come fuck on up. Now. Right. So, so, dude, cereal, it milk, wasn't you had milk. Sugar water was our thing. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. I want my kids to never be born, and then I'll just have a lot more money. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I know someone. It works well. <laughs> Jacob oh, talks to the imaginary kids. Yeah. <laughs> someone, someone told me like, man, I'm having my third kid. We only have two, and I was like, like, well, you know, I'm real stressed. And I was like, hey, I just the vice that someone gave me when I was twenty some years old, like the fucking you get for the fucking you got. Yeah. Ooh. Oh god. That's rough. I know that's it is. I mean, there's what else can you say? Like, yeah, everything will be okay. Like, no, if you didn't have sex, you wouldn't have this kid. It's that it's like, simple. Oh, that's true. That's or true. if you just knew how to have fucking sex, maybe you wouldn't have a kid either. I know. Oh, I'm no, trying. No. To, I'm trying to work that bit out real bad. Like sports, I don't know what sex is. <laughs> <laughs> See, what you do is what Mondo does is he looks at their uh, uh, web chart to make sure they can't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let me see your app. Oh, you've been <laughs> you had that done? Come on, babe. Yeah. He's so like, yeah, have that many kids? <laughs> oh, so, those things are tied, girl. Come on. <laughs> Come hey, on. Can you log into that. your uh, your banking app? I need to make sure what I'm taking on uh, here. <laughs> but no, I uh, I'm I'm actually that's I just lost my phone. Oh no, the the that's a bit that I'm trying to think of because my my wife's grandmother, her and I were having unsuccessful attempts at having children. You and your wife's grandmother? Yeah, that's what you just said. Yes. I was going to say, I was going to let you well, go. Her, her My mind was blown. I guess. I guess. Wait, what? So you're uh, fucking your wife's whoa. grandma? That's no, what no, you no. said. You said you me did. and my, my wife's, wife's grandma, grandma were having. <laughs> Or is it you? You get the fucks you give, or what? <laughs> I guess that's the fucking you get for the fucking you got. Oh shit! Uh, this smells like the Great Depression. <laughs> Swear, mothballs. Call her Little Caesar because she's five dollars hot and ready, son. Oh man. Oh, oh well. Right, we'll we'll edit this out, right? No, it's yeah. fine. Uh, <laughs> He's fucking his wife's grandmother. I'm gonna turn the audio up to, to the <laughs> to the original point. Uh, yeah, back to that. Bring it back. No, she she her grandmother was asking us about the infertility stuff. Yeah, and her grandmother had the the gall to ask us, "Are you guys doing it right?" It's like what. And it's one of the most uncomfortable. Did you tell her to get two dolls and show you? <laughs> That's what I should have done. But no, I was just. That's like, how it started, right? I was taking. <laughs> no, Grams. <laughs> show me how. Yeah, how do I do it? it? I just said, fucking yeah. show me. Right show me, there. Grandma. How the, do we do it? You, you should have said, Grandma, I keep ha- <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, I keep having these poop noodles constantly. Am I doing this wrong? Oh, sit right there, baby. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> Say, Grandma, you want to do a sit-in one night? Make sure we are. Oh, yeah, oh my gosh. If you saw her, Grandma, this oh. would be even better. She's in there with the sewing machine it's going. Like, mm, baby, you you doing well. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Damn. Sugar. <laughs> would you Go like- ahead, slap oh. her now, too. Now, would don't you- forget, it's a little nippy in here. Put the blanket on. <laughs> would, you, would you like some hard candy? <laughs> but every everybody, though, when you're talking about that, has to give you their advice. I didn't. We talked. No, I didn't. I'm, just, I I'm just saying. Like there was a, uh, there was a. Uh, Did they make you watch a video? Do you do oh, the shit? What's your method? Are you like a? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is with provocative. So, so I had, I had a buddy. I had a buddy. That My buddy and we were, me. We were, we were drunk and we were talking about it, and he was like, "Well, you just got to leave it in longer." 
what? <laughs> and I was like, what, so you gotta what do? is it, a hot I was like, pocket? what do you mean? Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. It's like, <laughs> a fucking loaf of bread. I was know? like... <laughs> Ten minutes later, <laughs> should we should we stop? I, I guarantee like, I she'll like, be what pregnant. Do you mean? I was like, "What do you mean?" And he was like, "You just you just gotta leave it in longer." Every he was like, "Every kid I've had, I just left it in longer." How does he know that? He's, he's not getting a lot he's of an pussy. idiot. Yeah, he's, he's an idiot. Yeah. He's making shit up. And then I had a uh, a a coworker <laughs> when we were out having drinks. And it was just like a, a manager meeting type thing. Oh, wow. And we were talking talking about, you know, oh, like we're getting ready to go get the test to find out if Jen's pregnant or not. And she was like, Justin, you just got to you just got to fuck her when you guys are mad. Oh, and she was yeah. like, that's how I had all my kids. Hell oh, wow. yeah. Me, me and my me and my man were just mad at each other. That sounds like a great relationship. No, no, know, right? no. Straight up. <laughs> Dude, they're doing that. They're doing that push and pray method. There's a pull and pray, and there's a push and pray. Sometimes you just push past all the important shit, and you fucking bust. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you skip. You skip. Oh, oh, oh. You, I, I love you. I love you. Sometimes you just go right past all her shit, and you just lay it in her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm telling you. You just start start using the the put your push and pray. Well, we've we've got some stuff in the works. And we'll, you say the full Lord's Prayer. You yeah. push, and then you, dear Lord, thank you, Father, blah, blah, blah. And you sit there. <laughs> so the Lord's That's prayer. what he meant by you wait. The Lord's <laughs> Prayer begets you, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll, swear. I would have started saying Psalms, Our Father, we tried to have <laughs> Hallowed I, be thy name. I know. Thy you start singing come. that new Jesus album. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Do what I did. Just try and see if you get other girls pregnant first. <laughs> <laughs> Trial runs. <laughs> yeah. I knew not what to say at that moment. My, my mouth was just like, what? I said, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that'll work. So I said. <laughs> He's on that rock star lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm going to have oh, 10 right children. On, right on, right on. Okay, cool. All right, I got you. No, yeah. he still has me over there. If I didn't have two kids, where I'd be at right now. Damn. See, he's like, BJ's still thinking about that. He's yeah. like, huh, where would I be, bro? Right down by the beach. <laughs> down by the beach, man. Instead of Jamie on JRE, it would be fucking BJ. Hey, yeah, BJ, absolutely. pull that shit up. Hey, BJ. No, he doesn't like it when I tell him that, by the way. <laughs> what? Hey, BJ, can you can you pull that up for me? No, no, no. If you're preparing, no, actually, I'm fine. To be specific about that, we do have some viewer questions and listener questions. Are we going to switch to that now? Yeah, I saw Johnny watching this bullshit. Johnny, where the <laughs> fuck you at? Pound for pound, motherfucking most pussy. Damn, sorry. It's a fight promotion, baby. No. <laughs> I'm so I'm so heated at Johnny for no showing Justin on that race, dude. Oh, I had yeah. some money on that. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and he and he he let the fans down. He did, Johnny. Yeah, you got fucking the rematch. I don't want. For. I don't want to ever Juice. not show up where he wants me to go and get yelled at through the TV like that. Like even, <laughs> I'm like gonna you, find you. Like even I want to make sure I'm here. Well, <laughs> Shane Shane texted me afterwards. Was like, dude, you should have called me. And what I said was, I didn't actually want to get beat though. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's the one that was actually Shane. Saying. Shane's got some fucking calves. I think he's probably fast. Yeah, he, he looks like all calves. He looks yeah. like a tree trunk. Yeah. Shane's that silent killer. Yeah. For sure. Until he drinks a little bit. And then he'll tell you all yeah, about how much he'll Yeah, then he'll tell you. Like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was choking me with my own seatbelt on the way home from your fight. He was showing. Yeah, he was just letting you know you could die at any moment. You know, I love that about Shane. And That's my boy. What was so funny about that, while you're looking that up, what was so funny about that was he was like trying to do like choke submission moves from the back seat. And I was like, kind of just like putting my hands in the way. Right. And, and he pats me on the shoulder. He's like, good defense. Good defense. Yeah, man. yeah. Shane, brother. Shane, for sure. <laughs> and I was like, all right, we're, we're still having a good time. We're what drunk. a positive, encouraging individual. <laughs> I hope, Shane is just the best. I don't ever want to get in a fight with Shane. I think that would be a, a real bad it's scenario just, for us. It's not fun I, ever fighting or wrestling your close friends. Bro, no. he's the lumberjack you want in your corner. Right. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, for sure. Well, yeah. that's why we call him Wolverine, because he just has that berserk inside of him, we can tell. He literally sprouts boners from his knuckles, no doubt. In my <laughs> <laughs> so we actually had a, a question sent in. It says, was it weird for, well, I guess Johnny's not here, but maybe he'll answer it later. Was it weird for Juice or Johnny to have BJ in the studio and being more hands-on? That was actually sent in from somebody. For me, it wasn't, it's not weird at any. Because I don't think people knew how much we actually worked behind the scenes together right. on other things. Right. Yeah, it's not weird for me. I know for I mean, I'm speaking for Johnny right now, but I know that it was a little bit 
Well, actually, I'll be honest. Like the first one that we did in here, just you and me, because yeah. we were trying to like get something out, and yeah. there was a few people that had kind of like backed out. Um, that was a little bit awkward at first because, you know, I've been with you on Smugcast, mm-hmm. but you're producing Juice in the Morning. So, like, I didn't know what direction we really wanted to go in with the conversation. So, it just felt a little bit off. I've gotten good reviews from it. So, it was okay. But, yeah, it, it felt like I was trying to be more reserved. Like, tonight, right. I'm just being a co host because right. I know that it is what it is right. tonight. But normally, if Johnny was here, then I would be still here. And then. And he would be trying to roast you guys. Yeah. And I, w- I wouldn't be talking hardly at all. Yeah. Um, our producer doesn't say shit on time. I know. Worse. Why are they so quiet every time? I know. Well, John, is that part of the con- Which one? John, contract? Jake, well, Jeremy. I pl- I we only have one. I applied for that position. We only, we only <laughs> got one. No phone call back from Thunderwolf, though. I did apply. Yeah. I saw it on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. we we put it out there. and uh, <laughs> uh, Carl, I forget his name. What's his name? Carl. He answered the call. Yeah. He. I mean, he shows up. Doesn't talk. Doesn't say anything. Doesn't interrupt. <laughs> sits in the back. Like... It's great. I met him. He's an awesome fellow. Yeah. He was yeah. fantastic. Right. Yeah, she was really great a couple weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> she, she was, was really great? Yeah, Carol. Carol, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. our producer. What? <laughs> not Carl? It's are not you Carl. talking shit about Carlos? Are you really... Are, is is that where we're going right now? I'm so confused. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> um, the other thing is, since we do have... I mean, everybody here has been on a podcast. We have... Uh, start with Jacob. What do you dislike about podcasting? That was a great question, by the way. What do I dislike about podcasting? Um, I don't. I. I don't know what I dislike about it. Um, there's. There's something. Because I have is something. Th- loaded. Is there? I have something loaded for it. You have something ho- holstered, do you? Oh yeah, something I, holstered. I, just like, it's. A, it's a. It's a time. <laughs> it's a time in which I can sit down and talk, and I love talking. So, I. I don't really dislike anything. Um, there are some podcasts I don't like, but I don't. Th- I don't. I honestly right. don't think I have anything for that question. I don't think I dislike anything about podcasting. Greetings, Earthlings. Juice in the morning here. We are unpredictable talk radio for Indianapolis. If you want to follow us on social media, our Instagram is at Juice in the AM. Our Twitter is at Juice in the AM. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Juice in the Morning. If you want to follow us personally, where can we find you, Johnny? If you're on Twitter, you can follow me at JB underscore Juice in the AM. If you're on Facebook or Instagram, it's Jonathan D. Bouton. If you can't spell my last name, that's your own fault. And since I am the Juice himself, you can follow me at Juice85OR7 on all social media. Once again, you can find us on podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Google Play, and you can stream us on Spotify. Time to blast off, and we'll see you in space, bitches. Kumate and welcome to Van Damme and Jean-Claude, a monthly Jean-Claude Van Damme movie review podcast hosted by myself, Paul Schroyer. Join me as we talk about Jean-Claude Van Damme's movies, starting with his first movie and ending with whatever's going to be his last. We talk about everything Jean-Claude Van Damme, including how many splits did he do? Do you see his butt? And, does he save a woman from being sexually assaulted? Released the first Saturday of every month, join me over at the Magic Squirrel Network, or anywhere else that you listen to your favorite podcast. Kumite. Hey, Juice in the Morning fam. Do you like affordable, stylish sunglasses? Juice in the Morning has partnered with Midwest Shades to bring you a special deal. By using promo code JUICE10, you'll be eligible for 10% off your entire order. Go to MidwestShades.com, use promo code JUICE10 to order your shades, and start getting compliments on your look today.